0: Like so many things during this pandemic, the passage of time isn't quite what we're used to. For some, the past year has flown by faster than other years, and for other people, it feels like time has stopped. And like the effects of COVID-19 on society, it's all a matter of perspective. I'm Adam Toy. And I'm Dave McIver, and this is Why. Time is one of the few truly finite and irreplaceable resources we have. And for some, that's come into sharp contrast with the seemingly endless days working from home, helping our kids learn over Zoom or waiting to be able to get together with friends and family. So without wasting any more of it, let's talk about time, our perception of it and how
1: the pandemic affected how we view it. I want to sort of preface this whole thing by saying that the research on time perception and memory for time and so on, was done by Janelle Ferguson. She's a a recent PhD student uh, from my lab. Oh, great. She did her dissertation on, as I said, time perception. And so one of the major things that we know from how we perceive the flow of time, you know, how quickly something goes or how slowly, has to do with the uh, variety of things we do during an interval. That's Dr. Peter Graff. Professor of psychology in the Department of Psychology at at UBC. So intervals. So if you take a three-month period or a one-year period where you are hugely restricted in what you can do, it seems boring as hell. Nothing to do right? So I need to do something else. And so, in a in a lab study, for example, the way Janelle did that, right? So she gave somebody a, a very simple task, you know, so look at a picture on a computer screen and you make a simple decision. Like, do you like this picture? Do you not like this picture? And you do that for 10 minutes and people think this is deadly boring. I mean, it's, you know, a 10 minutes is just every three seconds you press the button. I like it, dislike it. Uh, you can make those 10 minutes go by very fast by giving, instead of the same task, you know, a thousand pictures you have to rate, you give them uh, 10 different tasks and they do one for 15 seconds, another one for 15 seconds, third one for 15, And now 10 seconds go, or 10 minutes go by in a, you know, wow, it's done already, that's 10 minutes already, right? And so that's the perception, right? So our perception of when we are in the moment is determined by the variety of different things that we are actually doing. Uh And our memory is the same thing. If we, when we try to remember, we need to go back to particular things in the past, right? And what we are equipped to do is to remember change or differences or novelty, right? So that's everything We we are configured by nature, right? So babies are good at learning things because they are just, everything is new. And for all of us, we are very good at remembering anything that's new. Uh, it just so happens, right, that it, as an adult, as an adult, there are very few things that are truly new. You know, it's not it's not a first date, it's not the first time to a restaurant, to a movie, to a concert, to a ball game. And so in order to remember things, you have to really think, reflect, you know, make it important, right? And we, of course, we do that all the time, right? We 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 uh, reminisce about things, right? Uh, We discuss with friends and so on. So yes, memory is always a record, right? Of perception. Uh, And so if when we recollect a period of time, like what happened this past year, we can't really remember much because nothing stands out. And so people in, in, in five years, for example, when he asked people, so, you know, tell me about uh, COVID. What do you remember from COVID? Oh, no, yeah, yeah no, just, it, was, it was boring, but, you know, it went by very quickly because it isn't something that we, where we can say, well, we did this, we did this. You know, we went to England, we went to you know, the Vatican and we did this, and we met Zones, so we went to this, can't, can't do that, right? So it actually compresses to something quite short uh, in that long-term retrospective memory when you you imagine forward-looking, so now that people are looking forward to when they get the shot, right, the jab. And Mm -hmm. so uh, this is like, you know, kid being told only five more sleeps before Santa Claus comes or Christmas comes. Uh, And then of course the kid is counting everything, every step of the way. Well, this has to be done and then this and then this. And so we actually stretch that. We make that distance seem so much longer, right? And so, again, it has to do with our perception of time when we are looking forward to something, right? We see all the steps that need to be completed before, and so it seems so far away from the kid's perspective. Mm -hmm. And then one last perspective kind of thing that you can do when you look at, um, you have to complete this renovation in three months, Right, and then this needs to be done. Is, holy cow? There's not enough time. we' just so again, our perception is very malleable, right, and it depends very much about the perspective. Is it are we looking just forward to the end, or do we looking at all the steps that need to be taken to reach the end? Right, so sh- shifts uh, substantially.
0: Let's talk about the difference between you know outside of a, 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 a an environment of the pandemic, um, children and adults, as you said. Uh, experience time differently. But it isn't because of the age that they are. Uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's because of, you, as you were saying, it's a new situation, new circumstances. Can people as adults, and if I recall correctly, as children, like it feels like the day. Is so much longer, but as adults, days can disappear, uh, and, and often they disappear even faster as as one gets older. Can can, can you, if you seek out new circumstances, new changes, new um, new experiences, does that change our perception of time as we get older?
1: There are a whole bunch of different reasons, obviously, why time changes as we get older. Right, so as you can imagine. Uh, and one of those is, in fact, the control that you take that individuals have or take, and right? so about the events that happen and as the day is unfolded. Right? Mm-hmm. And so the the senior who doesn't have uh, work constraints. They now certainly can plan, you know, these are the things that I want to do, right? And so they are almost in the project stage where, you know, I need to do these, all of these things until time flies very fast, right? It's also, of course, our time horizon, right? We, at, at a certain point in life, people shift towards how much time do I have left as opposed to I'm only 20, right? So that clearly is a hugely different perspective. If you're in the working world and you have little control over what happens on day in, day out, right? So that gives you one perception of time. And if your job is really, really interesting and you have more autonomy over what you can do and do, right? Then yes, the autonomy is, is experience is very positive typically, right? But also typically people like that, people who make their own also feel they never have enough time, Mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. And so as, a co- as compared to somebody else who is just these are the things they need to do and they do them, even if they're perfectly happy at doing them, and it's still it's going through the steps, right? So time just flows at a different rate mm-hmm. as opposed to when you make up your own kind of tasks. Dr. Graf, what role does stress and mood have to do with our perception of time? They just amplify all the experiences that we have or dampen them right? And so because of that, they stand out more or they're obviously a bit dampened down. So depression, right? Uh, Lack of activation, right? So then nothing stands out, everything becomes even more boring. Uh, If you're stressed out, uh, you know, typically what happens if you're totally stressed out and somebody makes a a remark that you don't like all that much, it now becomes a big issue, it stands out in memory. And so we remember, of course, it's dilates time again that way right and then again when you need to talk about it so then the only thing you very quickly can talk about is nasty stuff that happens to you all the time but it it just basically modulates the our perception it strengthens perception or makes them weaker so if you're aroused angry happy joyful right energized then they're Stronger, and the opposite. But if you're depressed or sad, uh, you know nothing really makes an impression on you. Somebody brings you a nice little bouquet and a box of chocolate and a bottle of champagne. It's yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really doesn't leave much else, right? So it, ha- it really has that effect on uh, perception, memory, that negative effect.
0: I was just thinking that, you know, I've one, I'm one of thousands of, of, of Canadians who've been in a car accident and in near misses. And I, like, what happened during those events, very vivid in my mind. I know exactly what happened. And, and, and like, it seemed like time was able to really stretch, and it, it, from what you're saying, it's because I was uh, in a heightened state. I was in a stressed state. And so, you know, kind of my brain, was it, was it, it what's the, the, the mechanism in the brain? Or do we understand that, that mechanism that would seem to uh, start the, the, I guess, high speed camera to, to use a, a physical analog?
1: Yeah. You know, the, probably the best one, these are neurotransmitters that are play, Right. And the best known is probably adrenaline, right? So that's what, what happens under those circumstances, Or right? Your body, when threatened, we are evolu- designed by evolution, right? When under threat, when in danger uh, to activate a system, the autonomic nervous system gets activated, right? So our eyes dilate, or become bigger, right? And uh, our hearing increases, our sens- our sensitivity to stimulation increases and uh, so that's one right so we perceive a lot more around us we are uh, it's also true that there's this you know we perceive a lot more we perceive differently right our perception is much more focused Uh, and so it's not that everything if you were in a car accident you know, and if I ask you if it wasn't weather related and I ask you, was the sun shining, was it cloudy, was it, I uh, don't know, that's really not relevant. You know, somebody just jumped right in front of me in the car and mm. so it's a. Di- so what we actually remember from it, right, is very vivid, but it is selective. That's sometimes called, I don't know if you've heard of this, the weapons focus phenomenon. And so this mm. is what happens if, uh, if you're a bank teller and somebody comes in there and asks you, you know, your, your life or your money. And, uh, and so clearly the same thing, right? Huge arousal, right? Huge, huge. uh, uh, And the focus is almost entirely on the weapon. And so a teller who has been held up this way, even though their memory is very good for a small set of stuff that happened. But if you ask them, you know, tell me about the perp, the uh, person who held you up. I don't know. Tell me about the gun. Well, it's big, it was round, it has this. And so they can do, they can give you details about the weapon, but not the kind of stuff that a camera would pick up, mm. right? And so the same for uh, in a car accident, what you remember it, uh, is in fact, just yes, these milliseconds or second um, uh, before the impact. I was in one of those when I was 19, and I still remember exactly looking out of that window and seeing a car come and just about to hit me, and nothing I could do. Right? And yes, it was—I know—half a second, uh, but it seems like I was watching this thing forever.
0: So we're in this—in this pan. So a, a car accident uh, is, or, or as you said, uh, being a bank teller and, and being held up—that's—that's uh, that's an, ex- an acute stress. It's a very short period of time. We're into month 12, almost 13 of this pandemic, uh, and we've known about the novel coronavirus for, fif- for 15, almost 16 months now. Uh, the, that's been a, a stress that we've all been living under as far as f- being fearful of, of catching the virus or fearful of the effects of the virus for either ourselves or for friends and family how you you touched on it a little bit earlier but how does an extended period of stress like this or you know there's other examples of extended periods of stress how does that affect our perception of time um because i've i've seen people say that you know you know 2020 went january february march december and it right.
1: was over so we might have been through the same you know 12 months but the experience has been obviously radically different for different people, right? Uh, and so just a few days ago, I saw a report right that said that older people, not the people in care homes, right? Not, but people who are fairly well off, financially well off, economically well off, right? And physically, health-wise well off, they in fact uh, have suffered very little emotional trauma during this. Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, right, so the freedom to, they were not able to go uh, and, you know, to, whatever the the snow escapes, right? Maybe to some extent, right? But their life is more or less in their own control, right? And so they were able to do the kind of stuff that pretty much, relatively small changes, right? Uh, Whereas if you are uh, 20 something, right? And you suddenly are cut off and, you know, I'm spending time with uh, lots of students, right? Who are, and especially first year students, I teach first year. And this year, as a first year student, was a completely different experience because you really didn't feel that you're bonding with anybody. Right. You're taking classes online. Right. So, yes, you have a chance and there's social media, but social media existed before. So what is new as a result of being a student? Well, I'm not even in, you know, a large proportion of our students weren't in the dorms. They weren't in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Right. So they were Mm -hmm. wherever they are. Uh, their, living cha- their living arrangements hasn't changed. Uh, and so, yes, they took courses, but they took courses sitting in their bedroom and their living room or wherever, and they're familiar. So their, uh, their stress has been, right? So I can't do any of the stuff that I was looking forward to. This is my coming becoming an adult. Mm-hmm. And it's screwed up. And that had nothing to do with me. And I have to stay home because old people die. I mean, so that kind of, so it's a completely different uh, situation for them, right? So for somebody in their 20s or 30s, right? So for A, you must, be, you must be hell still, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a completely different hell, right? From, yes, uh, from, from a senior in a care home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that stress, right? So for the older, for somebody at the air close to the end of their lives, the stress comes from, I am so lonely. So tough to say exactly what the effect is, but it, it starts with sort of recognition that different people have experienced this pandemic in the, in the in very different ways. So if people are feeling like time hasn't moved and they're still in spring of 2020, what are some things people can do to get a more regular sense of time? Variety. Add that variety. You know, it's a really excellent question, but you could also ask it. Why is it that old people don't feel that massive time warp? And young people do, right? Uh, But yes, old people, uh, older people, right? They have a greater variety of things that they have always done on their own. They didn't depend on going to a cinema, going to a game, going to and all those kind of things, right? So uh they also have fewer constraints that force them to do something. Um, uh, so for a younger person, right? So again, this is the advice I would give to anybody, right, who says, you know, I'm so bored, I'm, you know, I I have no energy, and you know, bored, bored, bored. That's uh we are living in Vancouver and, uh, and we've had such an amazing, amazing, even the winter, it's clearly it rains, right? And so on, but uh, we can go outside, right? And in pretty good comfort, right? So uh, you can also tune into the seasons, right? So if you actually go out and you look at, uh, at flowers that are out or trees that are blooming, uh, and uh, so those can make difference. And of course, as soon as you become more active, So you upregulate your body. That's the other thing, right? If you're always, uh, there's nothing worse uh, to getting up than having slept for 48 hours, right? So if you're, you're just, I don't want to move, right? So as soon as you start moving, you start going. Adding something, I know people have obviously during the pandemic, right? Earlier on, there were a lot of people who got into baking, they got into crafts. These are all efforts to sort of, you know, fill the days with activities, with with things to look forward to, right? And uh, building that, in, building that into the system, right? So, I think the more people can actually do activities like that, add these kind of activities, uh, you know. I, during the pandemic, right? So despite the negatives, we also have we have also discovered so many positive things, right? So, I mean, the Zoom calls are clearly the norm, <laughs> uh, but the fact that people have shared platform for drawing together, right, mm-hmm. by means of uh, of shared screens and so on, right, that so they have discovered game plays. There are probably far more people doing crafts today than were in on march 15th last year mm-hmm. I, uh, when i see the people running or walking or biking around stanley park right uh, i tend to see the same people all the time right i'm going to go I, I i am out there at the same time so but there's far more people who have sought out opportunities for changing right uh, for bringing diversity into their life
0: This Is Why is produced by me, Dave McIver, and Adam Toy. It's a national radio show and a podcast. You can reach us by email, thisiswhy at globalnews.ca, and on Twitter at thisiswhy. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe to This Is Why so you never miss an episode. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you like what you're hearing, tell a friend. Thanks for listening. Wash your hands, wear a mask, and stay home. We'll see you soon.